It is Ryan Miller night. We will honor the former Sabres goaltender on the night. He goes into the Sabre Hall of Fame and his number gets raised to the rafters. Next here on Locked On Sabres. Your Locked On Sabres, your daily podcast on the Buffalo Sabres. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Sabres your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. Sneaky Joe DiBiase here on today's show, and it is a special edition of the Locked On Sabres podcast in that it is the night where Ryan Miller's number 30 goes to the rafters forever. If you're watching on our YouTube channel, we got the Miller jersey over here on my left that I will be wearing tonight in the arena. Although, I'll be the one guy wearing a different number for Miller. I've got my 39, uh, number 39, Team USA Miller jersey uh, to wear tonight to tonight's game. My brother I'm going with, actually, he's got a yellow third jersey for Miller. That's right. He wore that. So lots of Miller jerseys in the crowd tonight. And you probably could see, what, a dozen different ones? How How many Miller jerseys are out there that people have? You have both goat heads. That's two. You have the red. That's three. Uh, you have both slugs. That's five. You have the 40th anniversary jersey with the, the Buffalo Bison style script. That is six. You've got the, the Navy and the white homes. Um, that's 11 and 12. And then you got the yellow third jerseys. Am I missing any? That's 13. Oh, uh, winter classic. That's uh, that's not 13. That's 10. So the winter classic jerseys, 10. Um, well, I'm missing one other. Oh, third jersey, you know, 607, which would have been like the classic royal blue. So that's 11. I think he wore 11 jerseys with the Buffalo Sabres. That is crazy. You're going to see a lot of them in the crowd tonight. I'll be wearing none of those 11. I'll be wearing my Team USA jersey. Um, it is a special night to be in the building. It's a sold-out crowd, Sabres and Islanders, to honor Ryan Miller. He will go into the Sabres Hall of Fame, and these number will be raised to the rafters. If you are listening to this on your way to the game or before the game, the Sabres are encouraging you to be in your seats by 5.55 p.m. It's a 6 o'clock uh, ceremony start, and it'll go probably like 45 minutes before warm-ups begin. By the way, Sabres are knocking it out of the park with ceremonies in the last couple of years. Last season with RJ, the way they did it for RJ, it was impeccable. They did they knocked it out of the park. Everything was absolutely perfect. Um, a lot of people spoke. They let RJ have all the time in the world that he wanted, and he did great with his speech. The crowd was energized. They had, you know the big RJ light things that you could, you know, uh, take your picture in front of. And there were like, this, there was decorations basically for RJ night. And I wonder if we'll get that on Ryan Miller night. This is, I think also Sabres are doing a great job in part because they knew they had to do better than what happened with Dominic Ashick in 2015. The Sabres, you could look it up on YouTube, look up on YouTube, the retire Jersey retirement ceremony for, um, for Dominic Ashick. It's 11 minutes, 11 minutes. It was tough to watch. It is basically just go watch it back. Hashik at a podium at center ice, Danny Gare and Rene Robert skate out the banner. Those three watch it go up. That's it. There was two alumni at the game that I saw. It was just Robert and Gare. Not even Perot was at this, at least to my eyes. And they raised the number and Hashik walked off and 
that was it. Last year for RJ Knight, I mean, were there 30 alumni in the in the arena? And for Miller Knight, there will be 20. And we know that Thomas Vanek will be there, Drew Stafford, Paul Gostad, Derek Roy. Um, so a lot of Sabres alumni on hand. And I'm hoping, Marty Baron told me and Jeremy White on WGR this morning, there's going to be a couple of guys that you haven't seen in a really long time. I am holding out hope that our boy, Max Afinagenoff is going to make his triumphant return to Buffalo for the first time since doing it in an Atlanta Thrashers uniform 12 years ago. He has not been back since. Just holding out a little bit of hope that, you know, maybe he told Marty Baron in an interview a couple years ago that he wants to get back here. Um, that would be unbelievable. I think the I think the crowd would go nuts if they introduced Max. Just nuts because he is a cult hero uh, among all fans of my age. So Here's to hoping he's here, but you know, maybe, maybe Brian Campbell is there tonight. Briere, probably not Drury. Drury's the GM of the Rangers. Mike Greer's the GM of the Sharks. Lindy's coaching the Devils. Like there's some guys that are going to be tied up. Um, but I'll be very interested to see what alumni are there. Are can are Talinder and Ludman going to be there? One of the, the greatest couples in uh, in Saber history. Um, very curious. I, I I really hope I hope so bad it's like an 0506 reunion because that has not happened. It, it kind of sucks that it hasn't happened. I mean, if they had won the cup, it would be happening every two years. Um, and they even won the Eastern Conference, maybe it would be happening. They've never really had an 0506 reunion with like everybody. You know, like Dumont's been around and uh, like Roy and and uh, Connolly and Briere, but some of those niche guys. Where's Kodalik at? Yeah, where, where's Kodalik at? Uh, where's Ludman? Where's Teppo? Where is um? I don't need Novotny, I guess, but. Where where are these guys? I, I want I, Max. I really just want Max to come back. But anyways, we'll see what happens on Miller night. I think it's going to be an awesome night. Uh, and to kick things off on today's episode, I've got my five greatest saves of Ryan Miller's career. Not to kick things off, but we're going to get to that right in the next segment. My top five saves of Ryan Miller's career. That's coming up in just a moment. But just my thoughts on Miller overall. I think this is well-deserved. You can nitpick if you want how good a guy should be, how important a player should be to have his number retired. And you'll hear a lot of, oh, well, the Montreal Canadiens or the Boston Bruins wouldn't be retiring Ryan Miller's number. And sure, those teams have 100 years of history. And the Sabres do not. The Sabres have 50 years of history. And a lot of it sucks. So, uh, sure, yes, the bar is lower. But it shouldn't matter. It, it really is up to the team, the individual teams, how much an individual means to that organization, how much they mean to an era in that organization. And Miller was one of the more well-liked Sabres I have ever seen. He was always good. He was so community-driven, whether it came to different charity efforts or like the guy would just sometimes be out and about playing guitar at different Buffalo bars. Um, like The guy loved Buffalo, walking around in the Elmwood Village, he loved the city. He always talks about it. He comes back once in a while. Um, he still has his foundation that does work here. So Miller is tied to the city. And he, um, as, me- as much as any player, former Sabre player I've ever seen, has talked about his love for Buffalo. He just wrote in the Players' Tribune on a Thursday afternoon uh, a thank you letter to Buffalo. He did one for Owen Power, actually, a-, a-, a video message about how great Buffalo is to Owen Power when he got drafted a couple of years ago. So Miller's relationship with the city and with the fan base, I mean, it is it is second to none. When he came back for the first time uh, in 2014 with the Vancouver Canucks, 
Um, or maybe it was the next year after that. Maybe it was 2015. The first, yeah, the first time he came back with the Vancouver Canucks. I've not been in the building for for a comeback like that. A player coming back for the first time. The video message. I mean, there were tears in that crowd. Miller was did the skate around and like he looked emotional about it. And it was one of the biggest standing ovations I've ever seen for a Sabre player returning. Probably for me, it was number one. Um, and that just spoke to, I think, things ended, you know, cordially. And he was beloved. He was a part of some of the greatest Sabre teams of all time. And that's the other thing for me. Retiring Miller's number is an opportunity to celebrate the 0506 Sabres. And that is, in my lifetime, still the greatest Buffalo sports team that I have ever seen. And I would make the argument that it is the most beloved team in Buffalo sports history beyond any Bills team ever, beyond any Sabres team ever. 0506 Sabres, that is the most beloved Buffalo sports team ever. And retiring Miller's number is an opportunity to celebrate that season by putting one of the players from it, one of the core pieces of that team, up into the rafters forever. Especially when no one else from that team is going to have this happen to them. You know, like Vanek's not having his number retired, and he was a rookie that season anyway. So, you know, core member of the team, he wasn't quite there yet. Um, I mean, Drury and Briere, they were not here long enough to have their numbers retired. I love Ma- I love me some Max Finneganoff, and he led that team in points that year, but Max is not getting his number retired by this team as much as, listen, if I ever buy the Sabres, it'll happen. That's the only way that's ever happening. So you got a one in a billion shot. I got to win the lottery or something. Um, that's it, right? Like there's no one else. It's even Stafford. Stafford wasn't even on that team. Uh, Kodalik's not getting his number retired. Uh, Talinder's not getting his number retired. Greer, like these guys are beloved, Dumont, but no one's getting their number retired. It's Miller. And this is the night to celebrate that season as much as any um, ever. So I think it's going to be really cool. I'm hoping to see a lot of guys from that team, as you can hear it in my voice, but I guess we'll see. Miller, during his Sabre career, by the way, just to kind of speak to how good he was, he was not Henrik Lundqvist, but that's fine. Lundqvist, like he was never in the conversation for the best goalie in the world year to year to year. He had the one year where undoubtedly, 2010, The Olympic run with Team USA and winning the Vesna Trophy with the Sabres. Undoubtedly, he was the best goaltender in the world that season. Otherwise, he was a star goaltender, an all-star caliber goaltender. But he consistently was that for his entire career. So he had the one Vesna year where he popped. Otherwise, just a very good goalie, a great goaltender every year. Just a step below that tier that probably had like a Henrik Lundqvist on it. Miller during his Sabres career, third in the NHL in wins during his Sabre career from 0506 to 2013-14. Uh, I'm not counting the first 10 games when he was a call-up, just from when he was a starter on. 12th in the NHL in save percentage during that time. So see, like there, like that's above average. It's very good. And uh, there were some down years, but for the most part, Miller was rock solid and again, beloved. That's, that's all you can say about the guy. Uh, we'll take a timeout here. When we come back, I got my top five Ryan Miller saves of his Sabres career. And then we'll preview the Sabres and Islanders matchup because it also is a big game in the standings. So that's ahead here on the Locked on Sabres podcast. And we are brought to you by betonline.net. When we do our betting preview of the Sabres-Islanders game later on, we'll do that at betonline.net. It is the 
best way to get all the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. You got National Football League playoffs. You've got the NBA in full swing, college basketball heating up. You've got all the big major soccer leagues back in action, including the English Premier League. They got it all at betonline.net. You can bet on darts if you want. Bet on darts, Australian Open tennis. You can get really niche with it if you want. You can bet on German ice hockey. I'm not even kidding. You can. Uh, if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at Bet Online as well. They are the fastest and easiest way to get all your betting information. Head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts. Jody Biasi back here on the Locked On Sabres podcast. All right. Top five time. It is time for my top five Ryan Miller saves in Buffalo Sabres. Starting with number Five. Regular season 2009 against the Carolina Hurricanes. If you don't know this save by heart, this might be the least known of my five saves. Go look it up. I retweeted it on my, on my Twitter at Sneaky Joe Sports. Or if you're watching on YouTube, you know, just maybe pause, open a new tab, search uh, Ryan Miller Hurricanes, and it'll come right up. This is to me one of, if not the most athletic save that Ryan Miller made in his entire career. The puck is stopped short side. This is, again, 2009 regular season. Close game. They're fighting for a playoff spot, as they typically were in those years. Heroic run to eighth. Puck dribbles out in front, and Miller diving back across with his glove, kind of across his body, makes a diving save. To me, it is the most athletic save that Ryan Miller made in his entire career. So, no, the moment was not huge. The game was not huge, but the impressiveness of the save itself was just unbelievable. I've got Miller on the Hurricanes in 2009 as my number five save in his career. Number four, Miller on Briere in the 2011 first round NHL playoffs, the last time the Sabres were in the playoffs. This is one-on-one. The, uh, the, the Sabres have turned the puck over. Briere spins and is all alone in front of Ryan Miller. And what does Briere do? He this is at home. This is a one-goal game. Sabres are up one to nothing in a very tight playoff series. Briere gets the puck. He goes forehand, backhand, forehand. Miller stays right with him, flashes the glove, and he makes the save to uh, to, to, to ice it. And it is one of the great... It would have been one of the great saves in Sabre history had they won that series. But alas, they did not because of the impressiveness of the save, the closeness of that game, the fact that it was in the playoffs in a close series, and that it was on Danny Briere, who had just left a couple of years prior. Number three, Paul Mera, paddle save. It's got to be on here. I mean, the it's maybe his most famous save. You know, going left, right, left, and then back across with the paddle uh, against the Boston Bruins. This is... Again, highlight reel, maybe the best save that you'll ever see from Miller. It's the one you see the most. It is one of his more famous saves. It is tons of athleticism on display, almost jumping back to the middle of the net and able to get his pad out, or his paddle on it. Uh, an incredible save by Miller, and it is one of the greatest saves of his career. That is at number three, save on Paul Mara of the Boston Bruins. Save number two, Miroslav Shatan. Game five against the New York Islanders in 2007 to win the series. This one, I almost put it at number one, but because the Sabres had no pressure on them really in that moment, they, despite the fact they were struggling against the Islanders more than people would have liked, they were going to win that series. I think they were always going to win that series, but it is super impressive because Shatan 
Former Sabre, if you want it. Coming down past Miller. He gets Miller out of position. Miller pushes out the blocker. And he doesn't get the puck. Shatan now has an open net. And this is the most Hashik-esque save of Miller's career. As he flings the glove backwards. Lands it on the ice at the exact moment that Shatan is shooting the puck. And he stops it. And he wins the game for the Sabres in the final seconds to win the series. It is a playoff winning save. It is at home. It is against a former Sabre of importance. It was in the playoffs. It is a Hashik level save. I got that at number two. Shatan save against the Islanders in the 07 playoffs. Before I get to number one, honorable mention. I almost put it in here at number five, but because it's not the most impressive save in the world, I didn't. But the spot was huge. Honorable mention. Miller in the shootout in the brawl game against Ottawa, February 22nd of 2007. Marty Baron gets tossed from the game, and this is a back-and-forth game. I think it is 5-5 going into the shootout. We have got a ton, a ton of scoring, of chances. The Sabres, remember, had so many injuries. They were playing half of the Amherst at that point in their lineup. And Mike Fisher, after Drew Stafford scores in the third round of the shootout, Mike Fisher of the Ottawa Senators, a rival, bitter rival of the Sabres, and after a brawl game like that, skates down, Quick backhand, forehand, and Miller flashes the glove. It's one of RJ's great calls with Miller. Uh, and Miller drops the puck out of his glove, and he bats the puck out into the crowd like a home run. Super emotional game, super emotional spot. I think that's the best RJ call on a Miller save of all time, but it comes in as an honorable mention on my list. The number one save, this might be a little controversial, because... The season ends almost immediately after, a couple of minutes after. But I've got kind of a a forgotten save by Miller at number one. The save on Jason Spezza in overtime, game five of the conference finals in 2007. This happens at like the 16-minute mark. I tweeted out the clip. You can find it at Sneaky Joe Sports. This save, it it is a lot going for it. The worst part is, is that it, it gets you know, proven to not matter that much because the, the season ends anyway. But this is a save in the conference finals. It is a playoff overtime. The season is over if the puck goes in. And it is as impressive athletically as the Palmera save by Miller. In fact, it's very similar. It is diving back across with the paddle. This one kind of deflects wide of the net. Again, This is, I know the Sabres are down 3-1 in the series, and that really affects this, and the fact that they lose the season anyway affects it. But just in the moment, how clutch it was, your season ends if you don't make this save. And Miller made, I thought, one of the most impressive saves of his entire career athletically. Diving across on Jason Spezza, a prime Jason Spezza with the paddle to make the save. If they won that series, it would be undisputed, I think. They would never have won that series. They'd win three in a row. But had they won it, it would have been... Simply put, it might have been the greatest save in Sabre history. I'm not over-exaggerating on that. They would have had to do a lot for that to happen, but I've got that at number one because of the pressure cooker position. The season would have ended had it not gone in. It's the playoffs. It's a rival. It's in overtime, and it athletically is its second or third uh, of his career, either behind that Carolina save I mentioned or the uh, the Palmeira goal. So there we go. My top five Ryan Miller saves 
of all time for a legend that will uh, that will have his number retired on Thursday night. We'll come back and we'll preview Sabres and Islanders, a 738 puck drop. So stay tuned for that here on the Locked On Sabres podcast. We are brought to you by Built Bar. Looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories? Then you got to try a Built Bar. We just got through the holidays. I know my goal is to eat a little healthier this year. If you're like me and you want to eat healthier but don't want to compromise taste, then, man, you've got I've got the thing for you. you got to try Built Bar. With Built, healthy is actually tasty. They are so delicious, you won't think they're good for you. It's perfect for your New Year's resolution. What makes Built Bars so good, for starters, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. How do you beat that? Unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, coconut almond. My favorite is, cook- favorite is cookie dough because they have real chunks of cookie dough right in the bars underneath the chocolate. I'm not sure how Built does it. These bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros, only 130 calories and 4 grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now you don't need to wait around to get a box. For years, we've been talking about ordering your Built Bars at Built.com, but now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today, walk to the pharmacy section, grab yourself a box of Built, pick up a four- uh, bar box of cookies, cookies and cream, double chocolate or coconut puffs. And if you're close to a Sam's club, run in and grab a 13 bar box with big hits like brownie batter and churro. You can thank me later with built bar. Jody Biasi back here on the Lockdown Sabres podcast on Ryan Miller night. Sabres versus Islanders. They'll get going just after 730. It's a 738 puck drop. This is a big game in the standings. For the Sabres, they are hanging around because teams are allowing them to hang around. Pittsburgh has won three of their last 10. Uh, the Capitals have won four of their last 10, and the Islanders have won four of their last 10. Even Florida, who's beaten the Sabres a couple of times, only won five of their last 10. So, as it stands today, the Sabres are six points back of a playoff spot with one game in hand. One of the teams they got to jump, though, that is not in a spot are the Islanders. The Islanders stand two, uh, excuse me, five points ahead of Buffalo, but they have played three more games. They are coming off a loss to the Boston Bruins on Wednesday night. So the Sabres are getting the Islanders on a second of a back-to-back. Now, unfortunately, the Islanders ran with their backup goaltender, Semyon Varlamov, on Wednesday night, which means they are going with their starter, Ilya Sorokin, on Thursday night. And if you don't know a lot about Ilya Sorokin, let me tell you, this guy right now is an elite netminder in the National Hockey League. I think right now, this season... He is the third best goaltender in the NHL uh, behind probably only Connor Hellebuck and Linus Allmark. Uh, In fact, if you look at the numbers, goals saved above expected, Sorokin is number three. He's actually only behind Allmark and Saros. He's actually ahead of Connor Hellebuck. Uh, So he's having a phenomenal season. He has taken off as an elite goaltender in the NHL, the young netminder from Russia who is only, well, he's 27 years old, actually, a couple years older than I thought, but that's young for a goaltender. So Sorokin in that makes it a little challenging for the Sabres, but Islanders in a second of a back-to-back, and I do really believe the Sabres are a better team than New York. I mean, they've got Barzell, they got Brock Nelson, but they are so limited when it comes to offensive firepower, and the Sabres have so much to work with in that department. So, I like the Sabres in this game and looking at the betting lines over at our partners at bet online, the Sabres are favored. They are minus 117 on the money line to win this game. The puck line, they're minus a goal and a half at plus 210. The over under in this game is six. Now I like a prop bet that my bet of the night, I'm going right back to it. 
I'm going for the saves, the over on saves, because it's been working uh, for the opposite goalie playing the Sabres. And Sorokin's over-under in this game is 28 and a half at minus 115. I'm all over it. I think the Sabres will get 30-plus shots. I think Sorokin is capable of shutting this team out or allowing just one or two, even if they have a nice night. So I like Sorokin in this game uh, to have over 28 and a half saves. That is my number one bet of the night. I'm going to get back on the Tage Thompson train. Thompson's odds have actually gone down in terms of scoring goals. He was in the minus money category to score, but because of this recent slump that he's on, one goal in his last, I think it's six, plus 120 to score a goal. I'm going to bet him getting back to form, plus 120 for Tage Thompson to score a goal. And I am going to go with over three shots for Rasmus Dahlin. That's at minus 110. I'm going to bet on Dahlin to get four shots in this game. He's so active. Um, that three, I mean, he's probably, you're probably breaking even on that bet a lot, but I'm feeling Darlene over three shots in this game. And that is going to do it for us today on the Locked On Sabres podcast. Enjoy Miller Night. If you're going to the game and you see a guy walking around in this jersey right here, number 39, Team USA Miller, feel free to say hi. Uh, love talking with fans. So that's going to do it for us, though, here on the Locked On Sabres podcast. Thanks for making us your first listen every day, and we will talk to you tomorrow here on the Locked On Sabres podcast.